Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Jim Wagner, the founder and managing principal of Lean Law Labs, an incubation lab for legal innovation. He is also the managing director of Lean Law Ventures, which invests in dynamic legal technology applications. Hi, Jim. How are you? Hey, Ari. Great to speak to you. Oh, it's a privilege to speak with you. Tell us about your background and the mission of Lean Law Labs. I practiced law in the 1990s. I was a corporate lawyer doing mergers and acquisitions. And in 2000, I took a ride with one of my relatively small clients that I really believed in a lot. And that was a company called DTI. I joined DTI in 2000, Ari, as chief operating officer and as a principal. That company today is known as Epic. In 2000, when I joined DTI, I think we had five computers in the company. And I was lucky enough to start our technology offerings and first started out doing scanning and coding and then electronic discovery and hosting. And that was just a terrific ride. Ultimately, I went on and co-founded Discover Ready with my longtime business partner, Steve Harbour. We ran that business for a number of years. That business is now part of Concilio. And then Steve and I subsequently founded a company called Apogee Legal, um, which was focused on contract analytics using artificial intelligence. We ultimately merged Apogee into Seal Software, where I subsequently became president. And then we sold Seal Software to DocuSign in May of 2020. I served as vice president of Agreement Cloud Strategy for DocuSign through Thanksgiving this year. I really, really enjoyed my time there. And now I'm focused on putting my head down in the lab at at Lean Law Labs. What trends in the legal sector do you see driving the need for initiatives like Lean Law Labs? There are needs, but there are also opportunities. Great time. We think about our Not too long ago, there were struggles in the legal marketplace to find investments in early stage companies. What happens after you build a company? Where does it go? And today, there the market is has really tuned in to the opportunities for growth, to the opportunities for innovation in the legal community. So, Ari, I would say that there are needs. There are lots of of white spaces out there where there are still tremendous inefficiencies in the legal community or legal adjacent community. So I would say that's the need and the opportunity is to go build a company that can make a difference. What are the challenges associated with driving change in legal? It is difficult for any business, whether it's legal or not, to drive out change management. You have to have resources. You have to have time allocations. You have to have champions. All these things are, are really pretty significant challenges. And change management in the legal community is where frequently there are such significant resource constraints is very, very hard to do. Even when you have practicing lawyers with absolutely the best of intentions, So I would just say that the biggest challenge to change in the legal community 
is investing time and resources to make change management stick. With respect to your work at Lean Law Ventures, you, of course, co-founded Apogee Legal. You co-founded Discoveredy. What types of businesses do you find most viable to invest in? My long-term business partner, Steve Harbour, and I always say, where is the fire? Where is their intense pain? And that's why, for example, in the mid-2000s, as electronic discovery became more prevalent, we started focusing on email review. For example, in the context of SEC productions, that was where we started with Discover Ready. Likewise, we also focus on where are there clear examples of readily available technology that, if appropriately applied, can really make a difference. So the way that we look at it is, is what's the pain associated with the problem? How significant is it? And then how readily available can a solution be or can a solution be built? And then beyond that, we begin to focus on more downstream things such as what would a go-to-market strategy be? Who are the incumbents? What type of partners or, or customers would we need to attract to build a business successfully? You practiced law for seven years before moving to DTI to become the company's chief operating officer. Do you look for legal experience when you're investing in businesses? Yeah. If we're focused on the legal community, I would say that the one thing that's out there that we've seen time and time again is that if you are building a solution for the legal community, but you don't have appropriate empathy, Ari, with the legal persona, and I know that that's really much of how you've built your business and your brand is that empathy and the relationships with the legal community, you're greatly disadvantaged. The other piece of it is, is that it's so important, Ari, to have context, whether it's context about how we got to this status quo or having context as to what are the pains um, that the end users are experiencing. So yes, absolutely. Uh, we definitely focus on, are there people within the business who truly understand the legal journeys and who will be able to make a meaningful connection with the community that they're focused on serving? How can new companies remain focused on their initial mission, but remain adaptable in a shifting market? When you think about being adaptable, I want to highlight whether it's going back to the days at DTI or early days in Discovery and Apogee and Seal. One of the things that we've learned is that you have to have the ability to adapt. You have to have the ability to pivot. It's a crucial aspect of building a business that can last, that can grow, and can change to adjusting markets. And I could walk through half a dozen different examples of what those changes can look like, whether it's changes in a regulatory framework, changes from the ABA or state bar associations. Maybe it's a 2008 financial crisis, right? There's so many different circumstances where adaptability is crucial. But I would also say that while adaptability is crucial, that over-pivoting, over-correction, and not necessarily focusing on your North Star can really, really be problematic. There is a North Star in terms of the culture that you want to build. 
there's a North Star as to the problems that you're trying to solve and where you can fit in. And the adaptability comes about as those problems manifest themselves in different ways and as the competitive market evolves so you can be successful in continuing to solve those your customers' problems. As markets mature, you also have to take into account how significant the demand is by clients for you to solve more than one problem. And you can see a lot of examples in terms of some of the bigger players in legal technology and legal solutions, how they have expanded their range of services. That can go for the big four. It can go for technology players like my good friends at Relativity or Latera. And it certainly comes about in the context of the major ALSPs. So if you look at what's happened with DTI Epic, Concilio, United Lex, et cetera, what you see is, is clients come to them for a specific solution, but over time want their partners to provide a broader and broader range of solutions. So adapting to those requirements to ensure that you remain competitive is certainly a critical aspect of any business's larger strategy. You have had great success in predicting where there would be opportunities in the future. How do you see legal moving forward? We certainly have tried to make sure that we focus on not where the ball is today, but where the ball is going to use a sports euphemism. Where the legal community is going, I've never been more optimistic, Ari. I've never been more positive about the direction of the legal community. I see more and more the general counsel of the clients that I've been working with focused on truly being business partners, not that they weren't before, but really taking a business lens to how they serve their constituents. I'm really, really energized around what lawyers are doing and and the worldviews that they are taking in terms of how they get things done. If I could say one, my crystal ball and maybe a little bit of a lens to where we're focusing in the lab, in Lean Law Labs, is I do believe that there is still significant space out there in terms of bringing better efficiency to business by focusing on collaboration, something that maybe you and I, when we graduated from law school, what that maybe not have been in the vernacular, but it's front and center today. And the other piece of it is, is how do we support standardization within the legal community? And those two pieces are what I have the most passion and energy for, and also where I believe that there is the greatest opportunity for innovation and adaption and transformation in the legal community. Collaboration and standardization are really going to be transformative for how attorneys service the needs of their clients and service true business partners. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Jim Wagner, the founder and managing principal of Lean Law Labs and the managing director of Lean Law Ventures. Jim, thanks so very much. Thank you, Ari. Great to speak to you. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.